You're listening to Bitcoin and Markets. Welcome back to the show, everybody. My name is Ansel Linder, and this is Bitcoin and Markets. Today, I'm going to discuss a gold standard versus a Bitcoin standard. Stick with me. I'll be the first one to admit that a Bitcoin standard is a pipe dream. I mean, it's it's not really realistic at this point, um, of course, because we have a $10 billion market cap. Gold has a, what, an $8 trillion market cap, and that's still peanuts compared to the Forex markets, derivatives markets, etc., etc. So, yes, it's, it's a little bit of a stretch to talk about a Bitcoin standard, but uh, it's not a stretch to talk about a gold standard. And the, a Bitcoin standard is a viable alternative to a gold standard. So, you know, it depends on the way you, you think of it. Um, it's not going to happen today, but a Bitcoin standard could be in the future. And it could happen a lot faster than we think. So I wanted to step through some of the arguments against a gold standard and some of the arguments for a Bitcoin standard. All right. Um, the first argument I have is gold's physical weaknesses. Gold is bound to its physical form. It can't be spent on the internet. It can't be sent somewhere. And if it is spent on the internet, we get back to the very thing that we have now, which is third parties to verify and secure the gold for you, etc., etc. No one's going to be able to hold a, a gold coin in their home and send it to Japan from the US. It's it's you can't do it. So it has limitations due to its physical nature. It's also very heavy. It's very slow to move. I mean, I recently went to Mexico and I was thinking about how am I going to if I had to bug out of the United States, how would I get my gold across the border? My gold and silver. I mean, I could put it in a suitcase and carry it over or something like that, but it's likely to get stolen by the government. But Bitcoin, I just flew over with my USB stick and everything was good to go. It was much, much easier. This physical nature of, of gold is is bad. Also, uh, it can be stolen, right? It can be um, taken out of your vault, taken out of the vault. The vault can be, be confiscated. Or you have no way of stopping that. With Bitcoin, you have a way, obviously, with the private keys. and It's your Bitcoin if you own the private key. Even if you own the receipt for the allocated account of gold, it's not your gold. Yeah, of course, there's a long history of certain banks keeping your gold safe and allocated and stuff, like Switzerland. But, I mean, those, that's, that's one one naughty government away from being gone. So, yeah, the the physical nature of gold is a weakness. Of course, they used to say, or gold bugs will say, that gold has intrinsic value. But it doesn't. Gold has no intrinsic value. All value is subjective. 
I got in an argument with a gold bug the other day and he was like, but there's a floor on the price. It costs $600 an ounce to get a gold ounce out of the ground. That's a floor on the price. That's the intrinsic value. Of course, that's a labor theory of value, which is made popular by uh, Adam Smith and into the Karl Marx era and it backs up the socialist idea that labor is the source of value, which it is not. Value, the minimum value is set the same way that the maximum value of gold is set, and it's subjective. If I take a gold coin that I bought for, say, $1,000, and I take it into a collector, and he's like, oh, look, yeah, I'll pay you $2,000 for that, because it's some sort of rare coin. I say, awesome. But if I take that same coin onto the street and I say, hey, you guys, how much would you trade me for this? And they say 20 bucks. So there's no floor on the price. It's all 100% subjective. All value is subjective. And that brings me into like this Mad Max scenario. I want to break, break that, debunk that. Because gold bugs will say, in a Mad Max scenario, we ha will have, you know, or what if the internet goes down? then you don't have Bitcoin. Well, we, the, the internet has to go down forever because the minute that the internet comes back up, Bitcoin will come back up. So what you're advocating for is gold in the case that there is no internet. Everything breaks down, business, logistics, uh, communications of all sorts. Uh, and the internet breaks down forever. We're in a Mad Max scenario. Gold isn't going to be as valuable as lead, as bullets, that's going to be the real value at that point. No one's going to care about your fucking gold coin when they have a bullet and they'll take it from you. So if you don't invest in Bitcoin, you should be investing in bullets, which I also invested. But all right, so that's breaking down the Mad Max scenario. And where else? Where do I go with this? Um... So when they try to say intrinsic value, what they're really meaning is that it's scarce and the, the supply is fixed, but it's not perfect. What if they hit a new vein of gold in Peru or something and they double the amount of gold in the world? What if they find gold on an asteroid? There's this new asteroid they found that's circling the earth now and they... It's a second moon, basically, uh, 200 miles wide. Uh, it's been there forever, as long as we've been in the modern age, at least, and they've never found it. But what if it has gold on it? I don't know. What if they, I mean, there's millions of, a, of asteroids in the, in the solar system. What if 1% of them have some gold? We're going to quadruple, quintuple the amount of gold in the world. So... You know, gold's properties are not, or supply is not fixed. Also, if you try to send it over the internet, what do you have to do? You have to put it in a bank, and then they rehypothecate it, and yada yada yada, on and on. So no, the scarcity doesn't work, especially in a digital age. Pre-digital age, that scarcity worked because, you know, to send money, you actually had to send something physical to somebody else. Now, you it's all digital, so it doesn't work. I mean, even look at, uh, that's an interesting point. Even look at when um, gold started dropping out of favor as a monetary metal. It's when the digital things started happening. Telegraph, 
telephone, um, all those, the way of digitally sending information, gold starts losing favor. And then in the 70s and things, uh, gold loses more and more favor when computers start coming around because people understood that you cannot send gold digitally. It makes perfect sense. And so now Bitcoin comes in and it can do that. So Bitcoin is not a just spur of the moment thing, right? Bitcoin um, has been building since the digital era began, since basically since electricity was discovered, this push towards a digital currency has been happening. And it just took Satoshi to go that final step into the proof of work to make it actually happen. So, um, yeah, this, um, it, it's very understandable. Gold has been losing favor for a hundred years while the digital communications and digital nature of things has been gaining favor. So it's not like a overnight one decade boom, we have Bitcoin. No, it's, it's been building for a century. So if you look at it like that, that's even more of an argument against gold and for Bitcoin. All right. So let's talk about the next weakness that I see. And this is very, very big. The initial distribution is horrible. It has the largest pre-mine in the history of the world. Who, who owns all the gold? Fucking governments and banks do. Billionaires. That's who owns the gold. And maybe some people in China and India. But nobody owns gold. And what are they going to do? The minute that we go onto a gold standard, they're going to start rehypothecating again. It'll probably only last for uh, less than a decade and we'll be right back off the gold standard again. They'll start restricting... Uh, the way you can turn in your certificates for gold, your redeemability, and, you know, we'll be right back in the same place we are now. So the initial distribution of gold sucks compared to Bitcoin. Bit, compared to Bitcoin, Bitcoin's owned by the people, basically. Yes, it's it's not as decentralized of or not as uh, distributed of an ownership that we would like because there are quite a few big holders of Bitcoin. But it's much better. Those early holders can't take the or bring the FBI against you. They can't use the SEC against you. They can't use the IRS against you. They aren't the power. They are just the people. So the Bitcoin distribution is way, way, way better than the gold distribution. Now, let's get into why I think we will see a gold standard. I just spent all this time arguing against the gold standard, and now I'm going to tell you why I think we'll see a gold standard. Well, it's it's pretty easy, because the system we have now is flawed. It's unsustainable. There's so much debt in the world. It's based on debt and credit, and it's not sustainable. So when this system starts collapsing, and when gold and Bitcoin start rising in popularity... Which one will the state choose? The state has to choose something to replace the current system. People probably will not want to have the same old system rebooted. Um, all the debts are going to be wiped out. All of, you know, <laughs> sorry to say, everyone's pensions, everyone's social security, they're going to be wiped out. And what are the people going to Will they want to just replace that with the same thing again? No, they're going to look for gold and silver. Or sorry, gold and Bitcoin. They'll be shooting up in popularity. 
And now when you look at gold versus Bitcoin, which one would the state prefer? I think the state would prefer a gold standard. It definitely doesn't want a Bitcoin standard. It can't control it. It does not have the pre-mine that gold has. That's why I think we will see a gold standard. Because it will be a last-ditch effort to retain some control by the central authorities. And when will that happen? I don't know. Who knows? A decade, two decades, three decades. We'll see a massive shift in the world. And we will see the gold standard again. Um, because they won't want a Bitcoin standard. And that gold-backed currency will... It won't be successful because it won't be able to compete with Bitcoin and that will, won't last very long. And who knows, it'll probably break down into door-to-door searches for Bitcoin nodes. All these Bitcoin nodes will be attacked. They can't have Bitcoin succeed. You've been listening to Bitcoin and Markets. Please like, subscribe, and we'll see you next time.